the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. So something that I do like about Rick Edelman is he's one of those people that has a lot of financial articles written and he kind of lets you educate yourself on your own speed. He also has a podcast. I don't agree with everything he's done and in the last 10, 15 years, I'd say he drifted a bit from my comfort level. But there's no doubt in your 10, not in your 10s, excuse me, in your 20s and 30s, I don't want teenagers being financial advisors uh, or learning from financial advisors. I want them to be kind of like teenagers. But in your 20s and 30s, your financial goals were probably pretty simple. Start saving for retirement, build an emergency fund, keep your debt in check. But when you get into your 40s, it's time to graduate from simply learning to establishing and making sure you're on track and that your habits are strategic about getting you to where you want to go. Um, I've got a family member who, well, I'll be quite honest, uh, everyone from her side of the family is, is financially irresponsible. Father quit his job early. She spends more money than she should. She doesn't really understand saving and the importance of earning in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and then living off in your 60s, because she saw her dad basically retire at age 40, which was too young, too early. She's got a sister who married poorly the first time and then lives you know, on the beach in L.A. and has nothing to say for retirement. The good thing about that side of the family is they inherited well, and I think they always knew that, but, so they didn't establish good money habits. The good news, in my opinion, is that you're probably in a good place, typically in your 40s. At that point in time, you've probably got the salt and vinegar out of your blood and your lifestyle. You're no longer loco in the cocoa. Um, you're no longer, you know, you probably should have started a family if you're going to start a family uh, by age 40. So your 40s is kind of an important area. You're probably pretty well established in your career. Your earnings have grown from when you're in your 20s. Maybe you can manage to keep your family on budget if you're lucky, right? At the same time, you've got a lot more priorities. You've got kids saving college coming up. You got all the soccer and you know extracurricular activities your kids do, and you know before you hit the brakes on your career, you really need to make sure everything's set up correctly. Your retirement in your 40s should be your number one thought in your head almost every single day. With so much going on, it's important that you save, you spend, you grow. And I hate concepts like you know you got to put that little acorn in and then water it and it'll turn into a big elm tree one day. Uh, but save, spend, grow, protect. And take your money to the next level. Here's what you need to do in your 40s. You need to maintain and replenish your emergency fund. Keeping an emergency fund is super important. It's probably nothing new to you. I've been teaching you about starting one in your 20s and your 30s. But it's good to check and consider whether you have at least six months of your household expenses stashed away in a high-yield savings account or a decent savings account. High-yield isn't what it used to be. 2% is high-yield now, and that's uh, tough to find. As your expenses grow in life, 
your emergency fund in your 20s should be two to six times your salary, two to six months time your, your salary. Typically, you get six months if you're a salesperson. It's going to take you some time to establish yourself in a market. You get two months if you're one of those, how shall we say, engineers who can quit the job and get into the job tomorrow. A friend of mine in his 40s, he took two years off, a year and a half off to try to set up an app that never made a penny. Another guy I know that is in his 40s, uh, he spent the last 15 years lying about the app that he was succeeding at and forging W-2 so he can get a rental agreement. He got divorced. Retirement. Let me stop and think one more thing. Is there anything on emergency fund? Okay, emergency funds, you never ever want to like tap into it as a TV thing. So, And when I say a TV thing, it's like you don't want to tap into it because you want a new 8K television. In your 40s, you need to check in on your retirement savings. Yoo-hoo! I'm over here! And you need to go over to your retirement savings and see where you are. You've now uh, only got 20 years left. Time is no longer on your side. Time is now ticking. Now is a good time to understand your savings and how it's going to equate to income in retirement. That's one of the reasons me and CFP Chad Burton do the income in retirement seminars as often as we do. Do you need to save more than you're currently saving? This is the time to tinker with your budget and go, okay, I've underperformed what I should save in my 40s. So if you haven't saved enough, now is the time to start really thinking about going full throttle, maybe being an Uber driver on the weekends or something like that. So you want to start to save for your kid's college. I'm guessing 40s is about where you know the kids are probably five years old at this point in time. And it's going to differ on everyone. The average cost of tuition and fees for school years is about $33,400 for private schools. And that doesn't cover everything. If your kids take a year and make it a five-year plan, that tuition hits you know, $43,000. In another 10 years, tuition is going to be $55,000, $60,000. So college costs inflate about 5% a year. That's a lot of money. There's a good website called savingforcollege.com, savingforcollege.com. Don't shortchange your retirement savings for your college savings for your kids. We'll talk about that and more. I'm Rob Black about what you should be doing in your 40s, a checklist on retirement. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Just a general warning to everyone out there. Be careful on reverse mortgages. In the aftershock of the Great Recession, a lot of people started to tap equity in their home via reverse mortgage products and refi products. The people selling this product took a big, fat commission, and a lot of people ended up losing their house. Be cautious. This may not apply to you. It may apply to your parents. That's what I'm aiming for. Some sort of wake-up call. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is in your 40s. Where should you be? What's the roadmap? I think you need to be strategic about your savings goals. You should have short-term goals, mid-term goals, long-term goals. Consider saving for short-term goals like a home renovation. You'd like to start in two years, a new vehicle. You tend to save that kind of money in a savings account, money market account, or CD, certificate of deposit, which, again, they don't yield much. So it's very, very tough for me to push that stuff. Just be aware that returns for short term should be very, very low and probably should be right near inflation. So it's not going to be a big grower for you. Mid and long term goals is like a down payment on a second house. You'd like to buy in five years of the college tuition you want to fund in 10 years, the further out your goal is, the more time your money could potentially grow. So you take a little bit more risk and maybe go, you know, a stock bond portfolio for that mid to long-term goals. I have multiple ways that I save for 401k or for retirement. Mine is a 401k. There's something an IRA, an individual retirement account that you can convert to a Roth IRA. Very complex strategy. It's simple to execute, but it's complex to understand. So that's one of the reasons we do those seminars. 
and CFP Chad Burton. You can find it at newfocusfinancial.com. And um, I think in your 40s is when you start thinking about working with a financial planner if you have $500,000 of wealth built up. Maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. But that's the time when you do, com- not complex, but very important financial transactions. In your 40s, I don't know if I'm speaking to the choir or not, but that's where I started saving more money. I started finding new ways of saving more money, whether it be killing Comcast um, and or maybe killing HBO. Or maybe it was something along those lines, right? In your 40s, you probably want to place a heavier focus on big goals like retirement and less on instant gratification kind of uh, loves. So in your 20s and 30s, you should be putting 10 to 15% of your income away for retirement. If you don't have enough built up in your 40s, you need to push that number to your uh, 20% of your income. Do you really need both Netflix and Hulu is a good question kind of to start with. One thing that will help to avoid peer pressure purchases, you know, thing, like keeping up with the Joneses, is, is you have to avoid those things. And you have to say, it doesn't make you happier. I want you to be happier, happier. little marshmallow. Um, the shiny new SUV might look good in the driveway. And it was kind of funny. One of the people I work with the other day, he goes, he learned that I have a, a Toyota truck. And it's not an expensive Toyota truck. It's a good Toyota truck, but it's not expensive. He goes, I would have thought you were a BMW kind of guy. I'm like, no, 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 no. A lot of people with BMWs are flat broke and have nothing to save for retirement. I'm much more practical and frugal. So I don't need shiny new. If you've got a family in your 40s, chances are they're going to have opinions about any big changes you make in household spending. New Xbox, new PlayStation comes out. I want it. I want it. I want it bad. You may have to say no. It's a good time to learn the word no in case you've never heard it before, especially to teenagers. You can ask for input on what's important. Do you want to do a season of soccer? 12 weeks that costs 600 bucks, or do you want to do an Xbox? 600 bucks as well, right? But maybe you don't have that for two or three years. I know, you're not taking soccer away from your kids or anything like that. But maybe the chess club or something has to go. But ask them what's important to them. Talk to your kids. They can't have everything, especially if you're not saving enough for retirement. There's always studies about people, parents who want to take out up to $33,000 in debt. More than 50% of parents said they would take out $33,000 in debt to send their kid to college. Now, I have no problem with that. I'm not teaching you how to live your life. I'm not that kind of guy. But what I will say is it doesn't buy happiness to have your kid go to get a four-year degree. And I'm going to take a cheap shot of my own industry and say communications because there's not a lot of high-paying jobs in communications. There's more high-paying jobs as, you know, sales and communications or management and communications. So I'd rather you almost send your kid to get an MBA. But again, that's so complicated and it's such a jar of worms. And who likes a jar of worms? I don't. I think worms are disgusting. But you have a bigger goal called retirement. Your kids can't, you know, dictate everything. Whether you take time to take a year off or two years off from the workforce, which is what will happen in your 40s. Because when you're in your 40s, suddenly your parents are in their 70s and 80s sometimes. And you have to take time off to go care for mom. I did. I did it in my 20s because my you know, parents had kids late in life. I still worked, but I, I, you know, I'd work you know, midnight to 8 a.m. if I had to. So I can take my mom to rehab from 9 a.m. to noon. So elderly parents can be a financial drain. And it's a real thing out there. Um, and if you're unlucky enough to have a sick child, you know, it's crucial that you take time off. Wasn't there a story last year about a, a teacher who used up all their sick days so they could be with their kid while a uh, kid was going through chemotherapy? And uh, the school district said, sorry, you have no more sick days. 
I get it. When you take a sick day, they've allocated a budget on how many um, teachers substitutes we can hire. So a lot of teachers got together and, and collected their sick days and gave it to this person. But that's one of those things where it could be financially devastating because you may have had to say, you know, screw you guys. My kid's sick, right? So if you take five years off to help care for an older parent, let's say you make $75,000 a year, that's $375,000 in lost wages. And it's roughly $137,000 in lost retirement assets and benefits by the time you retire. So taking time off to be care for a sick parent or a sick kid is very, very expensive. In your 40s, time to pay down debt. You probably made some debt in your 20s and 30s. Debt can hinder you. Debt can cripple you. That can crush your financial goals. A lot of people, their biggest source of debt is their home. I like that. That's good debt. Ask yourself if paying down your mortgage faster, refinancing your home could help put you in a better position to balance your other financial goals. Um, you know, let's say I have three loans going at one time, maybe a car loan at 4%, a home loan at 3 and 7.5%, and credit cards at 10%. Credit cards are horrible debt. They're not deductible at all. So that's the first one to go. And then the auto debt's the second one to go. Mortgage debt, um, can be problematic. I don't like prepaying it. I like investing that prepayment per se. But again, that adds more risk to your retirement goals. I'm Rob Black talking about investing in your 40s. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about, typically. But today I'm talking about your 40s. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I've got a lot of documents that I'm putting together, and a lot of them can be found at newfocusfinancial.com, but this one I haven't put together yet, and I'm kind of trying to get my head through it first of, you know, a guide to your finances in your 40s. Growing your money is super important. We know that keep, how shall we say this? We know that we keep drilling home the point again and again and again in financial media that retirement's important, but it bears repeating. Retirement's important. Having income in retirement is important. There's too many Americans that are going to end up in poverty in, re- in re- retirement because they think Social Security is, is a safety net. It's not. It was a safety net for designed for very few people with very low income. You know, could I live off? I think my Social Security is projected to be about $20,000 a year. After I pay taxes, let's say it goes down to 16000 Then you get into health care costs. There's nothing else to live off there. That's all gone. So what am I going to do for food and, and vacations and uh, various other sundries? It's probably one of the reasons why you probably have an elderly family member who you've been in their house and you're like, man, this is an old TV. This is a 30-year-old. This TV's black and white. This TV doesn't have high definition. Whatever it is, you'll see that you t- tend to linger with things. So you need to up your retirement game and you need to know income and retirement is super important. There's no way to predict how the markets can perform. We've had a great 20-year period. You could probably go back and say we've had a great 25-year period, maybe even a 30-year period, because the down years, really, we kind of erase those downs pretty quickly. It's great to have a well-funded 401k, but when you withdraw money later in retirement, you'll have to pay taxes on it. That's why it's a good idea to add Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks to the mix, because your withdrawals will be tax-free. Someone that is near and dear to me, she wants to buy a big RV in retirement. Hopefully, that money is saved in a Roth-like vehicle, so that when she spends that fifty dollars to $100,000 on an RV, it's not a taxable event. If it comes out of the 401k, let's say it's 100000 you really need, what, $120,000 from the 401k to pay your taxes and to get that money out. So you should have other sources of, of income as well. 
Yeah, count on some Social Security benefits. Kinda. Maybe you got some pensions with some cash value. I don't want you to panic just because I'm saying this. You've hit your 40s. If you still haven't saved, don't fret. There's still many years left for you to contribute and potentially grow your money, but you have to get started at ASAP. If you don't start saving for retirement by 50, you're working until the day you die. And if you work, if you start saving in your 40s, you might still work till the day you die. So I don't want panic, but, but I kind of want some honesty from you. Common retirement mistakes. If you're struggling to save for your own retirement while you're also saving for your kid's college, you've got to put yourself first. You can't get financial aid in your golden years. You can't get financial aid when you're a student. If you don't know what your health is or your circumstances what they're going to look like in the future. Working full or part-time you know, may not be an option for you. Some people, when they hit 60, you know, they, they aged like a gallon of milk. Not well. Some people, when they hit 60, they, they aged like a, a nice bottle of wine, and, and they did well, and they're, they're able to work until their 70s. So don't get spooked by what's happening in the market. When Trump got elected, I know a lot. the financial markets panicked, instantly panicked, because it was kind of a surprise, I suppose. And then 24 hours later, everything was fine again. So you can't get spooked. You've been saving and investing in your, since your 20s and 30s. You'll be okay. You've probably got a healthy nest egg. So it can be tempting to go to cash thinking, oh, no, this is going to be bad four years. But I, I don't recommend. Again, all circumstances are going to be different. So consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned on the show. You still have decades to go before retirement, and you likely got to where you were by staying the course in the, your 20s and 30s. I don't know one market timer worth a million dollars, but I do know people who are near retirement who get nervous. When the market's corrected in 2008, down 20, down 30, down 40%. I know people who sold but never got back in. It's really, really, really tough. Sometimes markets snap back like rubber bands. Still in your 40s, you're probably working, so get some disability insurance. Um, there was nothing worse than seeing Dick Clark, who had a couple strokes, having to work after his strokes doing the Dick Clark's Rocking New Year's Eve. Congratulations, Tim, for being brave enough for going on air with his disability in an era of television. But disability insurance is super important, so you don't have to work. And, uh, Dick Clark on Rock New Year's Eve, he was like, yeah. And the people over at Disney who own Channel 7 were probably like, what are we going to do? This is not going to be good for ratings. This makes people sad on New Year's Eve. It doesn't make people happy. It doesn't make them want to go out and support our sponsors. One out of four employees will be disabled for three months or more at some point in your career. I can't afford to go without a paycheck for three months, can you? And in my industry, if I go three months without working, there's going to be someone who's younger, faster, and smarter than me taking my place. So disability insurance is super important to have. You probably have it through your work. You may need to go with like a Aetna, which does supplemental insurance. Aflac! I should have said Aflac instead of Aetna. So I made a mistake. See, it happens. So one out of four of us are going to get disabled and... Supplemental insurance is super important if you have something that's important to you. Life insurance becomes very, very important if you're 40-something. I know a lot of people make it to 50, and then they've worked so hard, they just kick over and have a heart attack and die. My father had a heart attack at 52 years old. He was out of work for a while. Went back to work, got cancer, and died. So fortunately, or unfortunately, here's where my dad was sick. He had a lot of life insurance on my mother, not on him. My mom was puffy. She was obese. I wouldn't say the word obese because it sounds so cruel, but let's say puffy. Maybe a doctor would call her obese. But um, he got a lot of life insurance on her knowing she was going to die before he did. And 25 years later, she's still still on the prowl. Rawr! And I don't like the implications of my mom dating. So take that out. Strike that. Strike that. So life insurance is super important. Term life is what most people get who are in the financial industry. You tend not to need whole life because if you live till 78, you just spent a lot of money and got, you made an insurance person a lot of money in commissions. 
and you hurt yourself with all the management fees tied towards the product that you bought. I don't know one 78-year-old who needed life insurance when they died. It's nice that some of the money goes to the kids, but that wasn't the purpose. The purpose was to cut, recover your income in case you died early. So I don't like whole life. I don't like variable life. I like term life. If you're doing saving for retirement and other things. In your 40s, you should do an estate plan. It's time to create one if you haven't done one, especially if you live in the state of California. Probate's expensive. You need to update it. If you put together an estate plan in your 30s, you've probably accumulated more assets. You should review your will and trust, update your health care powers of attorneys, and make sure you get the right beneficiaries designated for all your products out there. I dated seriously. I was a serial dater. So there's three or four women that I could have spent the rest of my life with. A lot of times I put them down as beneficiaries. Now, what if I died today and I didn't change that paperwork? Someone would be pissed. Mainly my new sugar booger and my kids, right? Getting married, getting divorced, having children, accumulating significant assets, becoming widowed, becoming part of a blended family, receiving an inheritance, starting a business. Things change in your 40s from your 30s. I have no problem saying this next one, but this is the toughest one for me because a lot of people um, mismanage the charitable angle in their life. With more wealth, probably came more giving. If you donate regularly to your favorite charities, keep excellent records that you know, indicate the name of the organization, the date you gave, and the amount you donated. It's also a good idea to touch base with your financial professional if you have a CFP that you're working with, so you can be strategic about your donations from a tax benefit standpoint. If you have a large estate and regularly give monetary gifts to family members, it's important to stay on top of that annual and lifetime gift tax exclusion. Those amounts, um, so you don't have to deal with a big tax bite uh, down the line. I have no problem giving. I just think a lot of people misgive. Uh, I know a family member who gave $200,000 cash to the, one of their daughters, and they forgave $200,000 on, they said, oh, we're going to sell you a piece of land to the other daughter, and all she had to pay was 200000 way below market. Not tax efficient, pretty stupid. So talking about your finances in your 40s, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black's show. Oftentimes I do seminars on income and retirement. If you find one at New Focus Financial or robblackshow.com, use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Our government doesn't always do a good job of protecting us. Following the Great Recession, there was 100,000-plus reverse mortgage loans made. And if we're saying since the Great Recession, 2008, it took about five years, six years for our government to get together and say... Uh, we need to monitor this product a little differently and, and make sure that counseling and other services get provided. But a lot of people get blindsided. Now, unfortunately, I'm talking about seniors there, people who are house-rich and cash-poor. And when the 2008 recession hit the stock market, it also hit the housing market. And promises were made like, oh, we can tap the equity in your house. You'll be able to live in the house. Whoops, you're being foreclosed. So a lot of people got wiped out, and they lost generational amounts of wealth. Be cautious. Deal sounds too good to be true. It probably is. I don't struggle with my budget, but life is a struggle for me. And trying to take care of my family, it's, it's super important. Like, I don't want to ever be scammed or take advantage of. So I'm talking about a guide to your 
finances in your 40s. I've done shows, the top 10 commandments in your 20s, top 10 command, financial commandments in your 30s. Your 40s is kind of a trickier time because I, I think you're still capable. I want to help people in your 20s and 30s where I know they're still capable. It doesn't always work out like that. And again, it, it's kind of a crazy time because you're probably sending your kids to school. In your 50s, it'll probably become a little bit easier because you won't have those school bills as much. But if you take on debt, you will. Maybe your kids will move out and you won't have so many mouths to feed. Maybe they'll feed their own mouths. So your 50s kind of get a little bit easier if, if you know what I'm saying. We're all different. But I really want to pound this home one more time. You got to save. You got to spend. You got to grow. You got to protect. And you always got to get your money to the next level. Having an emergency fund isn't fun. It's not sexy, but it's a safety net for you in case something happens. Some people lose jobs. I've got a family member. She worked at Mattel for... I want to say 15 years, and they've basically canned her on downsizing. She took about two years to find a job. Whoops, there goes her savings. Got a job, and then that company got acquired. Took less money to stay with a new company because she doesn't have the ability to take two years off anymore because there's no more savings. There's no more emergency fund. She went through both, the emergency fund and the, re- and the retirement fund. What's even more insulting is when you tap into your 401k too early before you retire, you have to pay penalties on it. And taxes. So you got to determine if you're on track in your 40, in your 50s, in your 40s, excuse me. you got to determine if you're on track to meet your goals or if you just need to adjust your timeline or your priorities. You don't, some people want to retire exactly at 60. Some people say 62. Some people say 65. I want to work as long as I can work because it, I find it social. Even though I was recently telling my, my radio guys, I, I don't even see them. Like, I'm in San Francisco. They're in Fremont right now. It's incredibly lonely, but... When I do retire, retire, when I stop doing radio and television, I probably want to work at somewhere like a Home Depot and greet people. Aisle 7? You want me to walk you there? Or maybe be a dog walker. Love dogs. Maybe be a dog trainer, and I'll charge 5 bucks an hour instead of the, the dog training comp- companies that charge 20 bucks, 200 bucks. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for the, the, the community and like just talking to people, right? Being useful, having a reason to get out of bed. One of the reasons I hate Father's Day is because... The idea for me is what I really want to do is stay in bed all day. (laughs) Then you stay in bed all day. You're like, oh, I really wish I would have not done that. So keep in mind, the longer you put off tapping into your retirement products, the more it can grow and the less fast it starts to pull down. Keep in mind, if you're 60 and you you live till you're 80, that's 20 years of drawing income. So let's just do the math. Let's say you're going to live off 100,000. That's $2 million that you have to have saved. These are all rough numbers. Unlike Lucia, I don't make up my numbers. So 20 years in retirement, or if you can put off until 15 years, it's, it's a million and a half. Or if you can work and say, I'm only going to be alive for 10 years, it's, it's just a million. But you can see that retirement's expensive. And I'm throwing out a number in the Bay Area that $100,000 to live off of after you pay taxes. It's like 80000 And when you factor in the, the income taxes... Uh, the sales taxes and the state taxes, it's like 60000 So then that's suddenly, what, $5,000 a month for 12 months? If you have a, if you still have a mortgage, that's you're, it's gone. So that's why a lot of people want to get rid of their, their mortgage before they retire. Your 40s is a great time because that's when you can start being really honest with yourself. In your 20s, you can't see it. It's too far of a run. It's too far of a march. In your 30s, you're probably a little stressed. Having kids are stressful. Having a spouse is stress, stressful. But in your 40s, you start becoming very clear. You should start saying, okay, I've been through a couple recessions. They don't kill you. I've seen the stock market create more wealth in the last 20 years than, than it's created for housing. So you probably see your friends who have gotten divorced, and you like, divorce is expensive, especially for the various reasons you get divorced, right? 
So there's a lot going on. So your 40s is the time to up your retirement game. If you can save money in investments on the side of a 401k, on the side of a, and save money in an IRA or a Roth, if you could get three or four products saving, it's great. I goofed off of that app called Acorns, and in less than six months, I already saved 800 bucks just from rounding up my, my purchase decisions. Acorns, uh, consult a worker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned, or even pro- financial products. I hear there's a good app called Countdown to Zero, where zero being your how many days you have left till you retire, and zero is your retirement day. I've never played with the app. Maybe I should. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black. I'm going to redo the show down the road and, and make it a little bit better, make it a little more fine-tuned, and then you're going to be able to download it anytime you want. We'll talk about that and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.